Hello, and welcome to the Dangerous Creatives Podcast. If you're growing your photography or creative business, you're in the right place. Each week, we deliver a workshop-style solo show, expert interview, or motivating story from our community, so you can tune in to find encouragement, motivation, and ideas to help the right people find you and your amazing work. I'm your host, Kristen Sweeting. I'm a photographer and coach, and my favorite thing is helping dangerous creatives just like you stand out in a world that just wants us to blend in. I'm so glad you're here. Let's dive in. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Dangerous Creatives Podcast. This episode is a podcast swap that we did with our friend, photographer, and educator, Ingvild Kolnes. She's based in Norway and is co-hosting next fall's study abroad trip with Kristen, which you'll hear about in this episode. This episode from Ingvild's podcast, Sustainable Photography, is all about websites, and she has so much great information to share. We hope that you'll enjoy. Just a reminder, Kristen's on sabbatical for the month of July, so we will be back in August with some brand new episodes. Here's the show. Three years ago, I was on holiday in Bali for three weeks. And while I was there, I booked weddings for about $20,000 or 200,000 Norwegian kroner for the upcoming summer. And that was without doing anything to make it happen. It was all because my website was set up to get me booked by the right people who wanted me to photograph their wedding right here in my hometown, okay? So this episode is about your website because chances are that your website just isn't good enough. It's probably pretty, but it should be so much more. You're listening to Sustainable Photography a podcast all about business tips, inspiration, and confidence building. I'm Ingvild Kolnes, the host of this podcast, and after over a decade as a photographer, I now help talented photographers run sustainable businesses. And for full transparency, you should know that I'm a mentor with paid offers, and I will probably mention some of those in this episode. Your website can, and in my opinion should, work for you, and give you inquiries while you focus on other things. I've previously done an episode on SEO and getting found in search results. So if you want to learn more about that, you should go check out episode 15. But getting to the point where your website shows up in relevant searches is extremely valuable. It's definitely my favorite way of marketing. But for you to get inquiries from those search results, it's not enough for you to have a website that shows up when people are searching. So let's talk about some mistakes you might be doing on your website. The first thing might be that the focus of your website is that it should be pretty. Because you're a photographer, you have such an aesthetic mindset that that has been your main focus. You want it to look nice. The design is pretty. And the function is lacking. It doesn't work the way it should. It doesn't help you to actually get booked. It just looks nice. Because think about it. What's the goal of your website? The goal of your website is for you to get inquiries. It's for the visitor to reach out to you and say, hey, I want you to photograph us. So your job is to guide your visitors to make that happen. You need to show them the information that they need and you need to show them the way to the contact form. Another mistake that I see all the time 
is photographers not daring to stand out. So often I see the same kind of colors and I see the same kind of words used on most photographers' websites, and it's not doing you any favors. The most important thing you can do is to dare to stand out and get really clear on who you are and who you want to work with. That way you can get booked based on that instead of just being kind of similar to everyone else. And then you'll end up getting chosen if your prices are the lowest, because there's not anything else separating you from everyone else. Okay. The third thing is, as I said, you want to make sure that you're guiding your website visitors to your contact form and to the information that they need. And to do that, you need to have clear buttons and links, taking people around the website and showing them the way. That's your job to make sure that is there. Without it, they're going to have to look around and spend a lot of time trying to find their way. And they're most likely going to give up in the process. And you don't want that. You want to make it so easy. So take charge and show them the way. Okay, so I mentioned that you have to dare to stand out and your own colors and words and all that. And the fourth thing is that when you have decided on who you are and how you want to show up, you have to make that branding consistent. If you have like seven different fonts on your website, it's going to look all hectic and scramble and it's not going to give a good first impression or an impression, a good impression at all, really. And you want to make sure that you're using fonts that are big enough because you don't want to make it hard to read. Same goes for colors. I know that it's often quite common to use quite a light color and then have a white font, but that is so hard to read. So you want to make sure that it's easy to read the things that are on your website. Again, there's no point people coming to your website if they don't understand what it actually says and they have to struggle. So if y'all have been listening for a while, you probably heard us talk about study abroad workshops which are the workshops that we do um, multiple times a year in different places all over the world. Each one has a different theme to it. Uh, Sometimes it's just for wedding photographers. Sometimes it's for all creatives. And so in next year, we're doing one in Italy, one in Turkey, and then one in Norway, all in 2024. So today we're taking a little time to highlight one of those trips. And today we're going to talk about the Norway trip. So I have my friend Ingvald Kolnes on with me. She is an elopement photographer based in Norway and also has an amazing podcast, the Sustainable Photography Podcast. You definitely have to listen to. Um, But we're just going to talk really briefly about what this trip is going to look like and what you can expect and um, what what it's like traveling through the fjords of Norway. So Ingvold, what is one thing that you are just so excited about for this trip that you want everyone to know why they definitely need to come to Norway? I think if I have to say just one thing, I guess the landscape, even though I've said this many times before, even though I'm from here and I've been to these places before, it's like, it's like breathtaking uh, every time I'm there. So I've chosen places that I just know is going to blow your mind and I'm so excited (laughs) I'm just so excited for I mean when we had our planning meeting the other day and we were looking at Google Earth and like zooming in on these different towns that you were showing me and kind of discussing the itinerary 
I just got so excited. So maybe, you know, can you talk us through what you and I discussed the other day of like landing in Oslo and taking a train and what are some of the things that like little highlights? Cause oh my goodness, when we were doing this, I got so excited. We literally were like zooming in on like, oh my gosh, there's a sheep. <laughs> I know. I know. So, um, train, we, we have to take a train at, at least one because some of those train rides are rated like the best in the world and you don't want to miss that so you can just sit there and talk and kind of hang out while this amazing landscape just this amazing landscape just flies by I love a train I love a train like I would travel by train all the time I hate driving I would travel by train all the time (laughs) yeah so we're gonna do the train thing when we can um and then uh hopefully stopping maybe checking out some waterfalls because there's a bunch of those and doing some hiking and stuff and some of those hikes you don't have to hike very far and then it's just like I mean I don't even know how to describe it because it's just the views are just amazing I like if you're a photographer or just if you're a creative active person you're going to be blown away by the things that we see and the photo moments and this is this trip's not just for photographers but I think anyone that loves hiking loves adventure loves beautiful scenery or has ever been like I wish I could be a destination elopement photographer like this is your this is for sure your trip (laughs) yeah and you do not have to be a photographer to appreciate these things and we're going to do so many fun things. We're going to take a boat ride and stop in some cool places where it's like no one lives there. The boat just stops there and you can go out, explore and just see things that hardly anyone's ever seen. It's just like it's nature that hasn't been, you know, done anything to. And it's just so cool. And this is in the area of the fjords in Norway, right? So you have these steep, beautiful cliffs and water and they're kind of all these switchbacks and so we'll be able to take a boat kind of through this yeah it was very lord of the rings they did consider norway for filming lord of the rings so it could have been yeah for Mm -hmm. sure okay so we're gonna be doing some boat riding probably some kayaking some hiking Mm -hmm. see some small fishing towns in norway and take some beautiful trains through the countryside And the other thing that you and I found or that you found really that I just got really excited about is there's a sauna that sits Mm -hmm. in the fjord. So you like are sitting in the sauna, having your spa day and looking out on the water in this fjord. I'm like, oh my gosh, y'all know I love a sauna. Yeah. So it's going to be, it's going to be pretty great. Cool. Well, what can people expect? What are we going to be talking about? Because you have things that are kind of your things that you love to talk about. I have things that are kind of my things that I love to talk about. And each trip is really tailored to the people that go on the trips, but also each tend to have a, a different theme. And I love the way this trip's themes have been shaping up because it's really um, a lot of lifestyle design, a lot of sustainability, some podcasting thrown in there. What are some of the things that you're excited to talk about on this trip? I think. I think maybe one of my favorite things to talk about that I just can't ever get enough of is websites. You know, the power of having your own website is like a marketing platform that just works for you. That has to be mentioned. And I I know I have to say something about that at some point, Um, using SEO and, and using marketing to just kind of 
I don't know how to say it, but you don't have to do things the way everyone else does it. I've been able to do marketing that way and I don't have to spend a ton of time doing marketing. Um, and I think that's just freed up a bunch of time so I can do things my way and just have a lot of time off and travel and stuff. And I know that's something that you're really passionate about as well. Just just doing things in a different way. Yeah, yeah. If you aren't familiar with Ingvold, she does these beautiful Norwegian elopements. And a lot of times your clients are coming from other places in the world too. And so you've really leveraged SEO and your website to attract the right clients. And, and then it gives you a ton of free time to um, like, I love that you and your partner took a van and like lived in the fjords last summer and just van lifed. And you've created so many amazing like lifestyle, really intentional moments in your world too. And that's also something I'm really passionate about is like, take a whole month off and be with your family. Like the reason we're building a business is for more freedom and for more fun. And so let's build that in. So I'm, I'm, I get really nerdy about those conversations. I'm like, let's talk about financial independence and like living life on your terms. So we're going to have some of that mixed into. And if you haven't been on one of these trips before, kind of how they're formatted is we'll do facilitated conversations and workshops in the morning um, you know, sometimes we would be teaching something, but sometimes we might be hosting a conversation about something because the people that come on these trips are brilliant. You know, they have so much knowledge, so much experience. People have been in their industry for 10, 20 plus years sometimes. And so it's not just us talking at you, it's us talking with you. So we'll be doing that in the mornings. And then in the afternoons, we have um, all these amazing activities planned in, experiences. Sometimes we throw in a surprise because I love a surprise. And then also, like and Will mentioned, we might be having some of those facilitated conversations in a meadow in the middle of the fjords or on a train driving through the Norwegian uh, countryside. So um, anything else that you imagine we'll be doing or experiencing or something that you really love about um, your home country? That's a difficult question. Um, I think my, my favorite part or the thing I'm looking most forward to is just hanging out with others who are like-minded. Uh, I think in terms of Norway specifically, it is the the untouched landscape and just the quiet and the freedom of it. Love that. Well, I'm so excited. So if this is a trip that you're interested in, obviously hit us up. We're happy to talk with you about it. There are only six spots. So that means there's only a few left and we'd love to have you. We cannot wait to travel with you. This one is end of September, 2024. So make sure you go to dangerschool.com slash study dash abroad, and you can see all the trips that we're doing and get more information on this one specifically. So I think we've made it to number five now, and that is that you don't have enough photos on your website. You need to have photos to really showcase what you do, to really show your style and the vibe of your photos. And I really recommend that you don't hide all of your photos on a portfolio page. You want to scatter them around your website to make sure that they're unavoidable. You want to make sure that they're seen. And on the opposite end, you might not have enough text. Because unfortunately, you're not likely to get booked based on your photos alone. You need some text to explain what you do and to connect with people. And you also need text to be able to show up in search results. So you need text on all of your pages and you need the buttons on all of your pages to guide your people around. 
When someone lands on your website, they'll form their first impression in only a fraction of a second. Then they are going to start looking around and they'll know within another couple of seconds whether they're going to stay or go. And this time frame actually goes down all the time because our attention span just becomes less and less and less. That means that the top part of your website is the most important part. So you have to make it clear right away who you are the right photographer for. A generic text like photographer in Oslo or your name or a quote, that isn't enough. Honestly, it all comes back to who you want to work with. And do you even know? The clearer you are on that, it's going to be easier for you to create the website that you need to be able to draw those people in. So if you want to redo your website, that's actually where you need to start. You need to figure out who you want to work with and what they want and need from you. And that's what you should focus on. You need to make it super clear what they're going to get from you. All the reasons why you are the right photographer for them. And you need to let go of all of the people that aren't a good fit for that. And I know that is the hardest part for most. But if you try to be the photographer for everyone, you probably won't get booked by the right ones. Okay, so back to your website. What's the goal of your website? Why do you have a website? It's probably to get more inquiries. So what can you do to make that happen? You have to make sure that your website visitor finds your contact form. And your job is to make it easy for them and to give them the information that they need to learn that you are the photographer that they are looking for. So you can't take anything for granted. You can't expect them to you can't expect them to understand something that you haven't explained properly. You have to really spell it out. What do your clients get from working with you? Why should they choose you? So without looking at your website, I'll say that you're right now making one of two mistakes. One, either there's no information about you, like not a photo, not where you're based, not even your name, or your website is all about you. What you like to photograph, how you like to work, why you do things the way you do. Your clients should do you a favor by booking you. But your website should not be about you. It should be about your client from their point of view, what they want, what they get. So make it clear that you know them without talking about yourself. But you also need a section about you. You need to include your name and your photo and where you're based, where you work, and even some information about you because you want to be relatable. But that shouldn't be the first thing that the website visitor sees. Here in Norway, having all your prices listed on the website is required by law. You can't just have starting prices. So here we don't have to worry about what strategy to use to share or not to share pricing. But based on my own preference, but based on my own preferences, when I'm looking to hire someone and my research, I am a huge fan of listing prices because I bet you're losing out on a lot of inquiries if you don't list your prices because potential clients won't have any idea if you're in their price range or not. Now, I completely agree that pricing shouldn't be a determining factor for getting booked or not, but your prices are also a huge part of your brand. High prices scream high quality, while low prices are for those on a budget. 
So if you share your prices, you're being transparent and you're making it clear who you're right for. Either way, when you do share your prices, make sure that you list out what's included. So have a clear overview of everything they get and also why they want it. So often I see photographers taking things for granted. Like, of course, they know what high resolution images mean or what the purpose of an in-person sales meeting is. But no, you have to spell it out. You have to show that you are the expert that your clients are paying you to be. But you have to use a language that they can understand. So (laughs) as you might be able to tell, websites are a huge passion of mine. I know how powerful they can be and how easy it is to mess it up and lose out on so much. I also know how much time photographers spend on making their websites, and that is time they should be spending photographing. Because of that, I want to start offering website design, because you should have a website that is beautiful, that shows up in search results, and get you booked. Your website can probably do a lot more for you than it is today. It can be proof of authority, help you get visible, and also be an important source of new bookings. If you want a new website, reach out to me and let's start the work. Go to ingvillkollnes.com website to sign up or join the waitlist if I'm already fully booked. This episode was produced and edited by the lovely Jen Madigan Creative. Music for this episode was written and recorded by Jamie Lono and Shami D. Thanks for being part of our Dangerous Creatives podcast community, and we'll see you again next time.